Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I am Shalane Carter. I'm your host, and I am so pumped to be talking about today's topic, um, which is becoming an energetic match for your dream life. Um, Specifically, I wanted to share this because um, being in isolation, quarantine, stay at home, whatever you would like to call it, uh, allowed for some old energetic patterns to resurface. So in my own life and That means if it's happening for me, it is happening for everybody else because as a healer and somebody who works with a lot of people, a lot of circumstances, you know, backgrounds, histories, all of those things, we all have the same feelings in common. We all feel sadness. We all feel happiness. We all feel anger, frustration. Um, We experience them all differently. And what leads to a specific emotion is different for each person, but we all experience them. So I recognize that for long periods of time, I, um, and I've shared a lot about this on my Instagram in particular, because for long periods of time, I made great money. I made almost $100,000. I had a few employees. I worked four days a week. Um... I was I was competing in my first like bikini competition. There was a lot going on. I had infused a lot of masculine like doing and achieving energies into my life in all areas. Part of that is that there is a need for survival for me at that point and I needed to provide for my family and things like that and what I recognized is that my public life, the way that I interacted with the world and stuff like that, super, super um, doing, achieving, but in my private life and my emotional state was to just not feel, which is why I kept so busy. Um, I worked four days a week, but I also, I mean, I worked out, uh, you know, five, six days a week. Uh, I had small children at that point. Like my life was very, very busy and I liked it that way because it didn't allow me actually time and space to feel my feelings. Because I think if I would have, I would have had a lot more breakdowns, to be honest. Um, And it was this really crazy, when I think about it, experience of making almost 100k a year and still not having more than like, you know, a couple hundred bucks saved at a time. When you're making 100k as a single, single adult, single parent, um, yes, you know, at the time I would think about it, I was like, well, I had daycare, you know, I had other expenses, but there wasn't a whole lot of business overhead in my business, um, things like that. We were able to 
take vacations and I was able to pay for most of them. Like none of them really went on a credit card, which is nice. But honestly, like wasn't living that lavishly. Like <laughs> I lived a good life, um, you know, but I still stressed about, you know, spending $200 at Lululemon. I literally would go back and forth like, this is what I wanted to do for a job. I wanted to, I was loving and I've always been super fascinated with the body. I did always did really well in biology. I always, for a long time, wanted to be a marine biologist. I've always been so uh, fascinated with just kind of the systems of the world, like how things work in that way. So as I'm getting more into physical fitness and yoga and things like that, like that is what I would do for fun is I, I would read up on like the mechanics of like the shoulder and all the muscles and the hips and you know why you move glutes certain ways and the different muscular system and the skeletal system nervous system so it's interesting because I actually have a very physical knowledge of how the body works and I always trickled that into the feeling body without even knowing it I recognized that my energy blockages, actually, I needed to do a lot of glute exercises. I needed a lot of those things because my body, my physical body was showing me the biological makeup of somebody who had a, um, a very closed off heart chakra, a very um, uh, imbalance in my second chakra. I had underdeveloped glutes. I had rounded shoulders. Um, all of these things that you're like, wow, you don't even realize that, that, so when I started working out, I started implementing things that I knew were my, physically, my problem areas that I wanted to work better on. I wanted to open up through my chest. I wanted more mobility through my spine. I wanted, let's be real, like who doesn't want a bigger bootay these days? Um, but what I didn't realize is that as a result, I was also working on my energetic body and bringing circulation, like energetic circulation to those areas. During that time, I was making a lot of money. I could afford a lot of things. I could do all of these things and I was making a lot of progress, but I wasn't able to actually hold on to any of it. I wasn't able to hold on to any of the money. Um, I wasn't able to... Honestly, now, even now, like my body maintains my weight so much more easily. I, um, I don't have to be so rigid with my food. I don't have to be so rigid with my exercise. Now I exercise and I move in specific ways because I realize the benefits of, you know, building strength. I realize the benefits of yoga and, you know, breath work and all of these different modalities of actually using your physical body as the vessel, um, but I struggled and I see this in so many of my clients. So I, I really want to make sure that this is something that I share is that I struggled to maintain those things. I struggled with maintaining more money in the bank, holding on to more money. I could always make more money, but I've always had a very, um, I've always had a really creative and abundant like second chakra where I can create a lot and not feel burnout. Um, but I wasn't at the energetic vibration to hold and maintain the physical body or my money. 
it was very much until I identified the emotional aspects that were so at first I was seeing the surface level, right? Like I was seeing the, all the physical representations in my physical body, in my business, um, like that. Like I could make a lot of money, but I couldn't hold on to it. Um, you know, you the underdeveloped glutes, the underdeveloped hamstrings, the rounding shoulders, the closed off chest. Um, I actually was had a very, very tight neck. It was interesting because I... I even like, I, I'm trying to give you guys examples of how physically I, I was ob- observing blockages in myself. Um, my throat chakra, I've been very, very open about. I had a very closed off throat chakra. Part of that is um, some old residual um, energy in my heart that didn't allow it to be so open. Um, in my heart space, my throat chakra, chakra, I wasn't speaking my truth. I was very, I uh, didn't want to rock the boat. I, I would, um, I didn't want to make waves. I always avoided confrontation, things like that. And swallowed my own truth, essentially. And I remember very specifically trying to turn my head and kind of crack my neck a little bit or something like that when it would feel tight and I couldn't. And you guys, I kid you not, when I began speaking my truth, I talk about how like I had a weird, I, blueberries all of a sudden tasted so good. Blueberries, and I always hated blackberries, but blackberries started tasting really good. Um, I really started wanting to drink a lot of water. And this was all when my, my throat chakra started to open. And you guys, I'm not even kidding. When I say all of a sudden I could turn my throat or turn my chin both ways and the cracking that would happen in my neck to like open it up. And that went on for probably about a year or so that just moving my head side to side, I could crack it like so easily. My body was energetically beginning to open up. And when it was cracking like that, that's actually a sign of releasing energy. So, um, especially if it's been very tight before and all of a sudden it's loosening up. So what happened is, I began to commit to specific things that felt good. Um, I began to commit to strength training because it made my body feel good. I stopped um, really looking at it uh, for a physical appearance. And all of a sudden it was very much, I moved because I loved my body. I moved because after I worked out, I felt so much better. The The ability of my body to just move for day-to-day motions, getting up off the floor, playing with my kids, all of these things was better when I strength trained. My body, my muscular system needed to have more muscle on it in order to support the movement of my day-to-day life. And so I maintained it just like you would a car, a house, anything else. I did the, I've been doing the maintenance on it and and it stopped coming from a exterior uh, goal. And all of a sudden my body maintains weight easily. I can put on muscle if I want to put on muscle. If like, it literally just does whatever I want at this point, which is really awesome. (laughs) Um, When I stopped focusing so much on how much money I was making, what's interesting is the structural business that I had built I slowly peeled apart. 
I split up a business partnership. I let go of employees. And you know what? I financially was just fine still. I really didn't get rid of a lot of overhead. I still had the same amount, but I was actually able with less stress to provide for my family. I was able to call in money. It it was interesting. I would be like, this is how much money I need. It would just show up. People would call that I hadn't heard from in a long time. Things would work out. I'd be asked to speak at this, to do, you know, could you collaborate with this? Would you, you know, could you do some type of training for this? Yeah, sure. Like things that didn't really make any sense. If I just, you know, was like, I'm going to make this amount because I'm going to do these things. This is what I, you know, want to do. The money would just show up. The structure that I had worked so hard to build, going to a job that I loved my clients, but I did not love my job. All of a sudden, work became easy. Work became fun. I enjoyed it. When I tapped into more, you know, transformation and working, first working with like personal training and incorporating more yoga, more healing modalities, taking my company online, all of these these things, I love to work. I don't dread it. I'm excited like, ooh, what can I do tomorrow? And the money just comes. I tell you guys this because I want you to understand that what came up for me while we've been staying at home is an old money story of growing up. um, I helped a lot in my family um, and was very much very much at least from my perspective, felt like another parental role. I took on a lot of responsibility within my family unit, which again, totally fine. But there was always somebody to give my energy, give my attention. There was always somebody that needed help. There was always a a sacrificing part of myself not in a bad way, but I had learned that really I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't for so long, especially because I had, again, my closed throat chakra. I felt like I could not create those boundaries. So again, when there is this blockage, there's always with money, my frequency could only hold so much which means no matter how much money I called in and that I needed during this time, again, building this very masculine structured business, lots of, um, you know, rigidity and goals and things of that nature. And then what happened was there was always something to give it to, some catastrophe, right? Um, Because my frequency only allowed me to hold just enough for us to get by. And even growing up, that was a lot of our childhood, just, or at least that's how I, no, that's how it was. (laughs) Um, You know, we always had enough to get by. But my energetic frequency, because that's all I had seen, 
allowed for my capacity to only be able to hold just enough to get by. Right? So even if it was a vacation, I was like, okay, I'm going to save for this vacation, whatever. I never really had more than I than necessary for that vacation. And I was very, very clear of like, okay, it was again, very much like planned out. If it's, you know, six months till this, I could do this, this, and this per month. I could put this away per week and blah, 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 blah. And instead of raising my vibration and expanding my capacity to hold a higher frequency meant that I could only attract just what I needed. So during this quarantine period, um, again, all of our businesses have shifted. And at one point, I personally felt myself going to a place of like, who am I to want more than this? Like, I could live off this. This is fine. Um, I don't really need more. Even though I had taken a hit just like everybody else, it it affects everybody on some level. Even if you're still working, even if you're a um, professional that your body or your body, your business or wherever you work is considered a necessity, you're still taking some type of toll. And when I looked at the, the way in which this old pattern was resurfacing because again I had moved past that I had looked at where this was coming from where this thought process of again like sometimes I would look at something that was like $50 and I'm like oh that's too expensive seriously guys making 100k a year I would look at something for $50 and be like I don't know if I can afford that are you for real I could afford it but my frequency felt, I always felt like I didn't have enough. And so once I had expanded my frequency and could hold a higher vibration of money, because money is an energy, it's the phys- It's just like my underdeveloped glutes was a clear issue in my first and second chakra. My rounded shoulders was an issue in my heart chakra. Money, those are the physical representations. Money is a physical representation of the energy in which you feel value. Again, it's literally how you feel, you know, you get paid, right, for your your output into the world. That's how the world repays you. And it's just a frequency. It's a representation of energy. So if your frequency is not expansive enough to hold more than $5,000, you will find some way to only ever have $5,000. Whether it be an unexpected medical bill, a car issue, you know, your hot water, your hot water heater breaks, um, kid breaks an arm, like all of these things show up because your frequency can't hold more than $5,000. So energetically, you attract experiences to keep you there. So during this time, I'm finding myself going back to this thought cycle of, 
I don't really need this. This could be fine. Like I'm actually really happy here. And it's not an ungrateful feeling. I don't want to, you guys to confuse that because honestly, I'm happier than I have ever been. I have a dream career. I'm actually really loving staying home in quarantine with my kids. I know that that is hard to believe, but <laughs> it's true. Um, and it, I'm really enjoying it. I've had days like everybody else that I feel off, but I'm really enjoying it for the most part. And so it's not that it was that per se. It was the feelings of shift in my business was allowing me to reassess where I really want to put my creative energy into. Where do I want my business to go moving forward and kind of to transition. And so I'm reevaluating some things and these old stories and stories of lack begin to start to play. And it's literally like a text from an ex. You're like, what the hell? Why are, why, why? No, you know it to not be, you know, true, real. It is uninvited. <laughs> You really wish it would just go away, but what happens is when familiar feelings begin to happen, so again, shifts in business, reevaluating um, direction and movement and things like that, is something that I had to do when I was working through this consciously the first time, and now similar feelings, similar uh similar kind of experiences in a different capacity, but are resurfacing. So it feels familiar. So your neuro circuits in your brain, how you are hardwired in your brain is you've already gone down this pathway before, right? This feeling feels familiar. Last time when you felt this feeling, you did A, B, C. So this time it's a way for your ego, your thinking educated brain to keep you safe, that's its job, is it wants you to go down the, the road that is easiest. And the road that is easiest is the one that you've already charted, traveled, it probably gotten up and down way too many times. So it starts to go down that road. It's those, those thoughts start to creep in and I'm like, nope, nope, nope. And I was actually on um, a business call with a uh, my business coach and we got towards the end of the call and she said, is there anything else? And I just started crying. And I said, everything that we've covered today is stuff that we've already gone over. I already know all this. What I'm really working through is that I'm struggling with this transition right now because this is something that I'm struggling to make some of these decisions because it, it's hard. And, and, and all of a sudden it, it literally like a wave like washed over me of like, this is, I have been here before. This is a hard decision for me to make because I'm holding on to a false sense of security. And right now, while we are experiencing all of this shakeup of our first chakra, our sense of security, our sense of safety, um, a lot of our our um, patterns as far as familial patterns, you know, heritage, lifestyle, 
all of these things that really feel familiar and keep you grounded in your day-to-day life have literally been uprooted for a lot of us. And so we are all having a big shakeup. And that first chakra, because it's in charge of all of that, when this all happens, it's it's thrown it for a loop. So I am literally hanging on to old familiar patterns because those patterns feel safe because they feel familiar, even though they're not right for me. And I was like, I know what the right decision is. I am really struggling to make it is really what it came down to. Like I'm allowing my fear of change to hold me in this frequency of old energetic patterns and they feel low vibrational they are not an energetic match for who I am so I'm really struggling right now because what had happened is I had opened up my my frequency to allow for more so this sense of lack felt felt uncomfortable but familiar at the same time And, you know, this is why you go back to partners who treat you badly. This is why you have a hard time cutting ties with family members who are abusive and things like that is because there is this sense of familiarity. And so finally, um, you know, like 20 minutes of me babbling about how I know, like, this is what I teach all my clients and I'm just struggling too. I'm like everybody else. Um, I was like, okay, I know what I need to do. I literally got off the call. This was, uh, I'm recording this on a Tuesday. This was last Friday. And literally in the past four days have been more productive, gotten more clarity, felt so good, felt so energized, felt so clear. Um, And I can feel energetically my vibration in my body has changed. I feel like I am now an energetic vibrational match to hold more money. Uh, I have also like dropped three pounds in the past four days, which is crazy. Um, but part of that again is your body is a walking biography of your energy, of, of your subconscious, of all of your experiences in this life and others. And so when you begin to shift your frequency of your body, you begin to call in new and different experiences that are a vibrational match for yourself. So as you're probably being triggered a lot by family members, by a lot of isolation and alone time, um, feelings of scarcity or lack because you're losing your job or your position is changing or you're not kind of sure how that's going to go. <laughs> know that, you know, when you look at that, begin to observe ways that you've felt before. And did you like where you were at that point? Did you change things to then move out of that space in your life intentionally in order to not get comfortable and lower your vibrational frequency you have to choose a frequency that is more matched to the life and experience you want to have i've talked about this on some other um, episodes um, mostly about kind of manifesting and things like that and i think some of the misconceptions behind it um 
because people say it doesn't work. It's not that it doesn't work. It's that you have to do the work. This is something that I work with all of my clients on. It's why I've set up my healing sessions and programs the way that I have because it's like when you take a vitamin. You can't take it one time and expect it to work. You can't take an antibiotic one time and expect it to, you know, kill off the bacteria. That's not how it works. That's not how your body works. That's just not how life works. You have to be able to put in the time. You have to give it time to take effect. So we do a session. I give you time to implement it. I give you tools to implement it. And then we reconvene. We look at now how your vibrational body is reading, how your energy is reading, and then adjust again, tweak, adjust, give you some homework, see how it feels, get your body to hold a different frequency. You have to implement in between. You can't just, and this is where I was like, okay, I need to do the work. So right away, I was like, okay, if I want my frequency to change, I have to change the way that I'm behaving, the way that I'm living, the way, and I looked at my days and I was like, okay, what have I been doing? I had noticed it for about a week. And I was like, what have I been doing that's been out of the norm? Guys, I am am coming out of the closet right now, okay? I am a self-proclaimed morning person. I am not a sleeper inner, okay? I just, I just don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. It's not that I don't enjoy it. I enjoy not waking up to an alarm clock, but I naturally wake up pretty early anyways. And I actually love mornings. I love getting up between like 6, 6.30. I know that sounds complete batshit crazy for a lot of people, but there is a calmness and a newness about the mornings that I love. I love, I'll sit outside, drink my coffee. Um, I have a hummingbird that comes and visits me, sometimes literally hovering. Like I think that she's reading whatever I'm reading too. Um, There's like a family of lizards that crawl along my backyard wall and I love it. And I love that. That's when I get my grounding in for the morning. I absolutely, I love doing working out in the morning. I like being able to do my morning routine. I like doing all of that and getting it all done before like eight, nine o'clock in the morning. Because I would rather take the evening time to connect with my family, to slow down, to, you know, if I want to watch some TV shows and I like to go to bed early. And I recognize that, you know, that whole week I hadn't set an alarm. There was no real structure to my morning. I was reading for almost an hour every day, which is great. But I was actually getting to the point where I was like, I don't even want to read. Like, I was putting off actually taking care of my body, movement and stuff like that, which I know is so important for everyone's body, not just because, oh, you know, physically fit, but because of the way it is necessary for your energetic body, for your circulatory system, for your muscular system, for your skeletal system your hormones, all of those things, exercise is necessary. I was putting all of that off. um, And I was getting in those loops. And I was like, oh my gosh, all of the things that I intentionally changed to raise my vibration, I wasn't doing. The meditation. I would do medit- like my meditation, but it w- I was like, oh, I don't need more than five minutes. I would sit and read, and then I, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna work out today, and oh, I'm not gonna go for a walk. 
There were a few days I didn't go outside at all, which I know is so necessary. And I was like, okay, so first thing I did, I was like, nope, I structured out. I know it sounds crazy, but let's be real. Days are blurring together right now. So I completely structured out my Saturday. I got up at 6.30 on a Saturday morning. I got up, I read, I meditated, I did yoga for an hour. I, you know, did, I went for a walk. Um, I did all of these things and I felt great. And I was like, see, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And that's the difference is once you've gone through some healing and you've made that shift, you'll begin to recognize the deeper layers as they start to bubble up if they if you're triggered by something. And then you're like, okay, this is a new layer. Like right now, the layer that I'm exploring of financially and business and and some transitions that I'm I'm making this money block that I had this energetic block um isn't the same but feels familiar and so it's just another layer and I'm like okay what can I learn from this and that's where the healing takes place is when you look at some of these experiences that are difficult to um look at and you look them in the eye and you say what lesson, what lesson do you have for me? And I'm like, okay, here's my lesson. My lesson is to jump. I, I, it's interesting. I always kind of know when, uh, business jumps are necessary for me and it's a full body. Yes. And every person feels them, uh, differently, but I normally let my ego try and talk me out of it for about two months (laughs) before, Again, your ego is just trying to protect you because it's new and it's uncharted territory. And it's like, God, I'm going to have to work really hard for all these new neural pathways that you're creating in your brain. And can't we just keep it easy? And I'm like, no ego, no ego, we can't. <laughs> okay. Because I was not put on this earth to take the easy road. I was put on this earth to follow my soul's assignment to help thousands of people heal their bodies and I can't do that by taking the easy road so here we are and I'm sure so many of you are experiencing the same thing right lots of times you pick you pick your um your immediate circle your close friends your family and stuff like that before you come to this earth because they are put there in order to teach you something so when you're being triggered by them they're they're teaching you a lesson Um, mine was, was again, finances and money. Um, but I know a lot of people right now I'm working with some people that it's their partner, it's their children, it's their parents. Um, it is again, like their sense of security and stuff like that, their jobs. Um, so everybody's again, shows up differently, but we're all experiencing very similar shifts, very similar evolution And with those shifts comes a lot of the same types of emotions just felt and expressed differently. So the best thing that you can really do when you notice that you're triggered is is to look at why you're triggered. What bothers you exactly? Is it the person? Is it what they said? Is it their tone? Is it that they did it in public in front of people? Like break down like what is it actually that bothers you about that before you react? And then look at why does that bother me? 
Where did I learn to be bothered by that? And this was huge for me in um, a lot of my healing process is where do the behaviors and the the immediate reaction, so not a response, a reaction is very different. A reaction is, um, it's there's no thought behind it, it's just immediate. Whereas a, a reaction, or excuse me, a response is you've assimilated the information that, that's been given to you, right? Whatever somebody said, the experience that you had, you've looked at it, experienced it, and then you've assessed it. Is this something I want to respond to? Is this bothering me? Is it not? If I respond in a certain way, am I responding in a way that feels integrity with my purpose, with my character? And then responding to the person, the experience, whatever. Um, the more that you do healing work, the more like, honestly, like I, I do it and I recognize that it's happening, that I'm not reacting, that I'm actually processing it very clearly, but very quickly. Because I recognize where a lot of my learned behaviors have come from. So the second thing is to learn where your, where your perception of this experience is coming from. Is it a religious upbringing, a heritage? Is it, you know, your your culture? Is it your parents? Is it your grandparents? Is it friends? Like, why does this particular thing bother you, not bother you? Or why are you feeling the need to respond in a specific way? And then the third thing is to say to myself, okay, and this is kind of a rule of thumb that I always, that I've used for a long time. And I'm, and now I think about it, I was like, oh, well, look at me. I was doing this for so long. I didn't even realize it. Is this going to matter in five minutes, five days, five years? If it is going to matter in five years, absolutely. Yes. I'm responding and I'm responding the way that I feel is necessary. If it's going to matter in five days, I'm responding. If it's not going to matter in five minutes, not responding, you know? So just assessing the level of severity in which that this is going to affect your life. Um, I think some people like to use the term pick your battles. I don't even think it's that. I think it's that you can look at an experience, observe it, and not necessarily be emotionally triggered by it. You can just observe it with neutrality that it's happening it doesn't affect you negatively or positively. It just is what it is. And that's the beauty in healing is you're then allowed to see experiences for what they are, see the lessons that are in them and take from them what you you need, what is good for your soul, for your purpose, to keep in alignment with who you are and then not really worry about the rest. Because everybody else is doing the same. They're literally only doing things, saying things, responding in a certain way because it serves them best. You begin to take the, uh, nothing's personal. And when that happens, there's this beautiful thing of being able to have these wonderful fluid conversations and being able to disagree and it's still fine. You know, somebody can say something and you're not offended. 
You just observe that for them, that paradigm or that thought process, for whatever reason, is serving them. And it doesn't have to serve you too, and that's okay, and you can walk away. And so when I began to observe this happening, I was like, okay, at one point this served me. It was trying to keep me safe. And I was like, I don't need to be kept safe anymore. I'm actually very secure in where I'm going. It's just new. And that's okay. New is fun. New is exciting. I like a a challenge. I like to learn. And that's what this opportunity is providing to me. Instead of feeling scared and fearful and all of those things that the first experience with this money energetic block provided me, now, because I have healed it once, this new layer doesn't feel as scary, A. And B, because I can recognize it, see where it comes from, I know it's just trying to keep me safe and that's okay. And I lovingly let my physical body know, like my ego, my mind, like there's an adult regulating the system now. I got this. I'm steering the ship. We are making choices that are right for us. They're just new. Like, hang on. We're going for a ride. Um, So as you're being triggered during this time, keep in mind all of these three points. Why is it triggering you? Where does it come from? And when you go to respond, are you responding with, integrity to who you are and and who you want to be and I think as you begin to work through a lot of these things that are bothering you you can even write these down these are really great to journal Um, as you begin to work through these things you'll begin to see that a lot of sometimes these stories and these ways in which we're reacting actually aren't ours they're the way we have observed other people people that are important to us in our lives, but they're not, the way that they reacted doesn't serve us. It's not serving our highest good. So, and it's not uplifting the, the best versions of ourselves. So you get to rewrite what, what you'd like to be true for you. And in turn, your vibrational frequency will change and you'll begin to attract more experiences that are a vibrational match for this new way of thinking, the thinking that is yours. So I challenge you today to really, you know, as you're working through um, these next couple of weeks in in isolation, quarantine, you know, all that jazz, that if you are triggered by something, to actually take a step back, take take five deep breaths, you know, or excuse yourself, you know, you know what? Can I ta- think about this for a minute, and can I get back to you? And really assess it, journal about it, whatever you got to do. Or if you respond and you want to go journal about it later and and circle back with that person, like, hey, I want to talk to you about the way I responded. Opening up that line of communication and really um, exploring how you can raise your frequency to attract more of what you want. The first way to do that is attract, uh, identify what you're, you're not wanting more of and reprogram it, heal that frequency that is not serving you and raise that frequency to one that aligns with what you want more of in your life. So I hope that you guys, um, I learned a lot from from sharing and, and sometimes I know money is not something a lot of people want to talk about. So um, you can listen, you know, it's great podcasts you can listen to in the privacy of your, your own ears in your headphones. And you don't have to tell people that you are working through some financial shit or rela- relationship things. And um, you can journal all these down. But I would love to know um, 
what you took away from this episode in particular. And if you had any takeaways, please uh, take a screenshot of you listening to the episode, share it to your Instagram and tag me at Shalane Carter and let me know what you liked about it. What was your takeaway? How are you going to be raising your frequency um, to be a vibrational match for the experiences and life that you want to have? So until next time, guys, cheers. Cheers.